Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Insightful Devotion Podcast. I'm your host, David, and today I hope and pray that you are all experiencing God's love like never before in your life because His grace and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. And with that in mind, I just want to send a loving reminder that should always echo within the life of a believer. And it's the words within Matthew chapter 4, verse 17 that tells us, From then on, Jesus began to tell people, turn to God and change the way you think and act because the kingdom of heaven is near. Let us go before the Lord today in prayer and seek him while he may be found and then we'll get into today's message. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come before you today. I pray that you would allow us to have a true encounter with you that we will not leave here the same, but will leave here understanding whose and who we are in Christ Jesus, that we would stop believing the lies and living a worldly life and that we would not be hypocritical or judgmental, but we would receive your word and live in your truth. It's in Jesus name I pray and say thank you. Amen. Well, Galatians chapter five, verses 19 through 21 and first Corinthians chapter six, Verse 9 through 10 gives us a strong warning and a reminder of those who continue to live their lives the way they choose and not the way that God would have us to. And those scriptures tells us that now the effects of the corrupt nature are obvious, illicit sex, perversion, promiscuity, idolatry, drug use, hatred, rivalry, jealousy, angry outbursts selfish ambition, conflict, factions, envy, drunkenness, wild partying, and similar things. I've told you in the past, and I'm telling you again, that people who do these kinds of things will not inherit God's kingdom. Don't you know that wicked people won't inherit God's kingdom? Stop deceiving yourselves, people who continue to commit sexual sins, who worship false gods, those who commit adultery, homosexuals or thieves, those who are greedy or drunk, who use abusive language or who rob people will not inherit God's kingdom. And we must be alert and of sober mind because the enemy, the devil, has come to kill, steal and destroy us in any way possible. Now, I know that repentance is something that isn't popular for most of us to talk about, but In order for transformation in our lives to occur, repentance must be evident throughout our lives. So let me share a few verses from the Bible with you. So when you hear what the Bible has to say when it comes to repenting from our sinful ways and how we are called to be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you will hear the word and may the Lord allow you to apply his word in your life. Because the Bible is straightforward within 1 John chapter 1 verses 8 and 10. It tells us, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar. His word is not in us. But I have some good news for you today, because when we repent, the Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 1 verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. I'm going to say that last part again, all unrighteousness. 
So regardless of what your sin may be or the lifestyle you used to live in or the lifestyle you may be currently living in, if it is filled with sin and not righteousness, it will cause us to grow cold towards God, causing us to fulfill our own desires and not his, which is living a life in darkness and not living in God's precious light. So what is repentance and how do you know you've actually repented? Repentance is the act of leaving what God has prohibited and returning to what he has commanded. The word denotes the act of being repentant for one's misdeeds, atoning for those misdeeds and having a strong determination to forsake those misdeeds and or to change one's mind. And the way we know we've repented is when the things we used to do, if ever given the opportunity to perform those acts, we have an understanding that comes from God's word to know that living that way results in death and choosing the ways of Jesus Christ results in life. Because oftentimes our thoughts and emotions can lead us to believe otherwise that we are not saved and can lead us to experiencing shame, guilt, and condemnation. But the Apostle Paul tells us within 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9-10, through 10, what the Lord had spoken to him. It says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, I will most gladly boast all the more about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may reside in me. So I take pleasure in weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and in difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And we can see this demonstrated within Romans chapter 12, verse 2, which you've heard me say quite a few times over the length of this podcast. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Meaning when we turn to God, when we repent of our wicked ways, it is then we can have clarity to clarity to see what God is wanting us to see, because when we follow our own ways, it leads us to darkness. It goes on to tell us this. When we make up our minds that something has to change in times when the Holy Spirit convicts us, letting us know that we are in error and should live according to his holy word and not our ways. It is then we must remove those things that hinder us and humbly ask for forgiveness and confess our sins to God and receive his word of truth by being a hearer and doer of his word. And that sometimes whatever is hindering you may be people maybe a place that you attend to, something that you're doing within your daily activity or within your life that is causing you to turn from God, that right there is what we must bring before God and ask for his help and repent of our wicked ways. When we are in step with God's word and our actions and words reflect the life that Jesus Christ demonstrated for us, that is how we know we are in Christ Jesus and he is in us. And the next time a thought or memory comes to mind that is not of God and is no longer a part of your lifestyle, remember the words found within 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 11 through 20. That's the scripture that we should have in our hearts to help us in those moments of weakness because we can rely on God's strength, which is in his word and in his Holy Spirit that gives us the power to continue and persevere. It tells us this within 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 11 through 20. That's what some of you were, 
but you have been washed and made holy and you have received God's approval in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of our God. Someone may say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is helpful. I'm allowed to do anything, but I won't allow anything to gain control over my life. Food is for the stomach and the stomach is for food, but God will put an end to both of them. However, the body is not for sexual sin, but for the Lord and the Lord is for the body. God brought the Lord back to life and by his power, God will also bring us back to life. Don't you realize that your bodies are parts of Christ's body? Should I take the parts of Christ's body and make them parts of a prostitute's body? That's unthinkable. Don't you realize that the person who unites himself with the prostitute becomes one body with her? God says the two will be one. However, the person who unites himself with the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Stay away from sexual sins. Other sins that people commit don't affect their bodies the same way sexual sins do. People who sin sexually sin against their own bodies. Don't you know that your body is a temple that belongs to the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit whom you receive from God lives in you. You don't belong to yourselves. You were bought for a price. So bring glory to God in the way you use your body. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for repentance. Thank you for allowing us to see the areas in our lives that must change so that we can live life in you more abundantly and free of guilt, shame, and condemnation. Father, your word tells us in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. So, Father, we thank you for allowing us to seek you and experience a transformation in our lives that glorifies you and allows us to produce the fruit of the Spirit within our lives and overflow into the lives of those around us. Lord, I thank you for removing pride, deceitfulness, ignorance, anything, Father God, that appears to be cunning, has an appearance of godliness, but is denying its power. Lord, remove it from our lives and allow us to see clearly your ways and not our own, that we live according to your ways and obey your commands. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I want all of my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners around the world to know that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to save us and deliver us, and he calls us his own. Some will receive him and some will reject him. For a time is coming in which the sky will crack open and Jesus will come back for his children, those who are found doing what he has asked of them that they have lived according to his will. So today, if you hear the word of the Lord speaking to you, don't harden your heart as those who did so in the rebellion. But hear the Lord out. He is knocking at the door of your heart today. And if you open it, he will come in and be with you. And don't live another moment unsure or uncertain of where your eternal dwelling place will be. And decide today to make the decision to choose Christ by denying your flesh and repenting. Go to God in prayer. Confess your sins to him and ask him to help you live a transformed life in him by renewing your minds, by spending time with him and continually seeking him every chance that you get. 
for those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, the Bible says, shall be filled. So if you have to go back and listen to this podcast again or any other previous podcast over the years that will encourage you and bring you closer to Christ, that you would see his words being spoken through me as his instrument of righteousness to encourage my brothers and sisters in Christ. That's why I do this every week to make sure that we are drawing closer to Christ and growing in his love and maturing the way he's called us to mature. So until the Lord allows us to gather again next time, let me leave you with an encouraging scripture that comes from 1 John chapter 5, verses 3 through 5. It tells us this, for this is what love for God is, to keep his commands. And his commands are not a burden. I love that part right there. I'm going to continue reading on, but it says, for this is what love for God is, to keep his commands. Because when you love someone, you'll do what they have asked of you because you have experienced an encounter with them that has forever changed your life. And you want to honor and respect them. And we have a true reverence for God. And it says his commands are not a burden. Everything we have done in our past life of sin has been burdensome. And Romans tells us how we are ashamed of it because it was producing no fruit at all. But when we obey God's commands and we do according to his will for our lives, and he basically has full control over us, we reap the benefits because we are one in Christ and his commands are not a burden because everyone who has been born of God conquers the world. This is the victory that has conquered the world, our faith. Who is the one who conquers the world? But the one who believes that Jesus is the son of God. And that's why I love to quote my favorite Bible verse, John chapter 16, verse 33. For I have told you in this world, you will have many troubles, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And that's what Jesus is telling us today. When you accept him, only he can conquer the things that you are dealing with. Because when we are one spirit in Christ, that is when we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We are overcomers and we have overcome by the blood of the lamb. So tune in next week as I discuss the topic over God's grace and mercy. I'm your host, David, reminding you to be blessed, stay blessed because you are blessed.